Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. You're listening to The Overnight Crowd. Yes, it is indeed the overnight crowd here on SEN, your home of sport. Paul Silvestiani in the studio with you, bringing you right up to 3 a.m. across the eastern coast of Australia. Crystal clear through the SEN app and on the line, we went through the majority of the big games in NFL Week 4. We've got a few more games to get through, but uh, Chris Perkins, our resident uh, expert for all things American sport, is holding on the line to go through the rest of the NFL games. Some uh, some Major League Baseball as well, some college sport to get through as well, but uh, Chris, uh, you believe that there is a uh, a new era dawning uh, at Pittsburgh after what we saw uh, over the weekend. Uh, The Jets, though, uh, getting the job done 24 to 20. So some interesting results for Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. Pittsburgh winds up losing. Um, They were uh, in a close one through three quarters, up 13 to 10. But it was really really an arm wrestle. This was... So now the game, the weather wasn't great, uh, winds up being a bit of a defensive struggle. But, yeah, the new era may have begun because Mitch Trubisky started the game at quarterback for the Pittsburgh Steelers. And third quarter, Kenny Pickett, first-round draft pick, guy I was on in the draft saying this is the guy Pittsburgh needs to draft in the first round. They wind up doing it. Kenny Pickett made his debut yesterday. Looked good at times, uh, looked not so good at times. Mm. Uh, he finished. He wound up finishing uh, ten of thirteen for 120 yards. All 13 of his passes were caught, though, because the three that the the three that don't count as completions for him, uh, those were intercepted mm. by, by the Jets. Mm-hmm. I'll throw away the third one because it was a hail mary at the end of the game. Yeah, a desperation hail mary at the end that was. That was intercepted, but this, but there were moments just looked really good. He also ran, by the way, for two touchdowns to to bring Pittsburgh back in back into the game. In fact, gave Pittsburgh the lead um, uh, with his first one, extended the lead out to twenty to ten with with his second one. Wound up finishing for for half a game, you know, a little less than half a game, one hundred and twenty yards passing. So not not a bad debut. Uh, now we're going to see what do they do in week five. Pittsburgh's schedule, by the way, is absolutely brutal the next four weeks. <laughs> okay, uh, They're one in three. Their next four games are at Buffalo, home to Tampa, at Miami, and at Philadelphia. Combined records for those four teams, 12 and four. So I don't know if, I don't know if Mike Tomlin's going to throw Pickett out there as the starter for any of these next four games or they're just going to kind of muddle through with, with Mitch Trubisky, because honestly, either way, Trubisky's not a great quarterback. Mm. He, he is more of a backup quarterback. If they start him or if they throw out Pickett as a rookie, kind of throw him out there to the wolves and, and let him start getting experience and learning the NFL. 
either way, there's a very decent likelihood Pittsburgh's going to be one in seven. Absolutely, and uh, as you said, the, the fixture all doesn't four get of those teams are brutal. yeah, the fixture doesn't get any easier for them. But I, I think the two words we can use for them in the upcoming month of NFL fixtures is uh, good luck. I would say, but uh, moving moving yeah. right along from from that game, uh, there was a, a big game for. For my boys uh, this morning, uh, Chris, the Dallas Cowboys, twenty-five to ten victors against the Washington Commanders. What did you, what did you make of the game? Cooper Rush, he's now he's now four and zip as a starting quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. Threw for two hundred twenty-three yards, two touchdowns, and looked uh, looked quite at home at Arlington. Yeah, let, let's just quell the in, <laughs> in quarterback controversy because Dak Prescott, he he's got the job. Because he's getting paid like the starting quarter. Exactly. All right. Exactly. We'll just quell. No matter what, Jerry Jones. I, I've got a theory on Jerry Jones. Okay. Let's hear it. <laughs> I think he's a smidge. He is a smidge like Donald Trump. Okay. <laughs> moderately, moderately crazy, and a guy who likes to troll people just for the hell of it. It makes for entertainment, okay. though. I'll give you that. <laughs> It, it it absolutely does, and Jerry Jones making it making an offhanded comment about it'd be it, it would it would be great to be able to have to make a decision you know, in, in regards to Cooper Rush or Dak Prescott. <laughs> Dak's got the starting job when he's back. The question is, when does he come back from his from his injured thumb that he had mm-hmm. surgery on? Yeah, that is my, the question, my, isn't it? Uh. My thinking would be, why rush it? Yep, Cooper Rush is kind of on a roll right now. If you don't need to rush Dak back into the lineup, don't do it. Make sure he's 100% healthy. 25-10, that, this, this uh, Cowboy defense, by the way, they, this is a nasty defense. It is, isn't it? They've mm. given up less than 20 points in all four games. Uh, in fact, I think they're the first Cowboys team in 50 years to do that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to give up less than 20 in their first four of a season. Yeah, it, that that is a nasty, nasty defense they got there in Dallas. Yeah, they're going to win games with their defense. They're going to go there, even with Dak Prescott in the lineup. The the weapons they have on the offensive side of the ball, not like they used to have. Dallas is going to win a win a championship. They're going to make a deep playoff run based on the strength of their defense. Yeah, and we we saw and, Carson and it, Carson Wentz Carson Wentz just looked under enormous amounts of pressure throughout. The game as well, and we just saw, the way they rushed on defense. Dallas just looked; it just looked incredible. I, I, I know the coverage just kept circling the the front four of that defensive line that just kept rushing at him throughout the game, and it just looked they they just came at him in waves, and he just he just wasn't able to he just wasn't able to handle it. And then I think on the opposing end as well, from from a Dallas perspective, it, it was really nice to see Michael Gallup return with a touchdown receive uh, after he came back from that from that torn um, anterior cruciate ligament as well. So fantastic to see. And then Darren Bland, the rookie, getting involved late in the game with an intercept. Yeah, uh, you know, like, I, like I said, this this is a nasty defense they've got, they've got in Dallas. Uh, they, they've got guys all, all around that, that just get after the ball. Now, they didn't get the sacks on Wentz, but they were pressuring him. They, they were in his mm-hmm. face all day for some bad throws. I went went to stat line twenty five of forty two for a hundred and seventy, under two hundred yards with forty two attempts. That that that's not good, and that means 
he he was running for his life a lot of the day yesterday. He was, wasn't he? And uh, just the final three games we'll touch on, Chris, from an NFL perspective. Uh, The Packers just getting the job done over the Patriots 27-24 in OT. And from a, uh, well, one of the bigger games uh, in the morning as well, the Chiefs getting the job done over the Buccaneers. And it looks like Patrick Mahomes may be back to his best. Not that he was ever away from his best, but... It was nice to see him uh, up and about for the Chiefs in that 41-31 to 31 victory over Tom Brady's Tampa Bay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, start, I'll start, with, start with Green Bay real quick. Mm-hmm. If you had Bailey Zappi, if you had a bet on Bailey Zappi being the first rookie to throw a touchdown pass this year, cash that ticket. Congratulations. <laughs> because uh, Mac Jones did not start. He's the normal starter in New England. Uh, Brian Hoyer left the game. So the, uh, the Patriots had to go to their fifth-round rookie quarterback, Bailey Zappi, out of Western Kentucky. Uh, their mascot's name, the Hilltoppers, <laughs> just for random trivia for you. Uh, yeah, he came into the game, uh, hit Devontae Parker for a 25-yard touchdown uh, pass that gave New England the lead with about five minutes to go in the, in the uh, first half. Uh, wound up finishing 10 of 15 for 99 yards uh, and a touchdown zap he did. But, yeah, Green Bay, by the hair on their chinny-chin-chin, they go to the final the final second of overtime to, before they win it at Lambeau yesterday against a, a, a not very good New England football team, let's no, be honest. 27-24. No, no. It looks like, title. yeah, it looks uh, like, I, I don't think yeah. they're going to be a serious threat when it comes to, to playoff time, but uh, serious threats at playoff time. The Buccaneers yeah. and Chiefs, what a game this was. 72 points between them, <laughs> split at 41-31. Yeah, and, and Patrick Mahomes doing Patrick Mahomes things. <laughs> uh, one of his touchdowns, a little short touchdown pass, roll into the right, Spins away, does a 360 spin move. I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna dribble it through his leg <laughs> before he threw the touchdown pass. Just, just uh, amazing. And then another play down by the goal line. It's it's inside the one yard line. Mahomes is back in the shotgun. Bring a tight end in motion uh, from right to left, and then the tight end goes under center, takes the snap, and does a quarterback sneak. Only the Kansas City Chiefs have that play in the playbook. <laughs> Nobody else has that play. No, it would have been amazing hearing that come through the audio on the helmet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you got Mahomes back there in the shotgun directing traffic. He's pointing over to the left side <laughs> as the tight end's coming in motion. And while he's still pointing, tight end goes under center and takes the snap. The 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 Bucks didn't have a clue what was coming. No, nah, it was it was one out of the old it was one out of the old trickster playbook. It was uh, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. And uh, well, the Buccaneers defense yep. just just at sixes and sevens with that play. I mean, it, it take it only takes, and as you said, it takes a team like the Chiefs to be able to pull something like that off in in a cut and thrust game against a team like the Buccaneers. And well, the Chiefs. They Andy skip Reed. along, yeah. They skip along now to three and one. Tampa Bay at two and two. But we've got this massive game coming up this morning uh, against the 49ers and the Rams, defending champions, the LA Rams against the San Francisco 49ers. How are you? Uh, how are you seeing this game? Before we get on to some uh, to some college sports action and some Major League Baseball action. 
Yeah, I, I'm a little surprised. San Francisco is installed as a two-point favorite in this game. Mm-hmm. Now, now look at look at these two teams. Now you got Jimmy Garoppolo who's still trying to get work himself back into being the starting quarterback in San Francisco. Didn't look great last week mm-hmm. uh, against a a pretty well-oiled machine, the defending Super Bowl champion Rams. Yeah, they lost their opener. I was against Buffalo. You can forgive that. They looked pretty good the last couple of weeks. If I now, as always, gamble responsibly. And if you're following my advice, you're not gambling responsibly. <laughs> but if I'm getting two points for the LA Rams, I'm taking that all day long. Uh, very interesting. I, I, I very interesting. I was surprised when I saw I, the markets as well. I, yeah, that it, it makes no sense. This game, you know, even though it is in San Francisco, come on, really. You think the 49ers are actually a favorite? I, I don't know where where that line is coming from. Now, of course, it's you know it's all about the books trying to keep keep money pretty even on both sides. So I I get that. So obviously, there's a lot of comfort with San Francisco being uh, with laying two points on the 49ers. But yeah, I think this one's out of whack. I think the Rams win this. Not only win it, they win it comfortably. Tonight. Okay, there we go. There's. Uh, so if I'm getting two points, yeah, okay. I'm happy. There we go. There's there's a declaration on the last game for for week four from uh, Mr. Chris Perkins. But uh, we've got some some major league baseball action occurring, and we've also got some college sports that we need to some college games that we need to get through as well. What do we want to start with the uh, the baseball or college? Uh, let's start college. Let's stick with the football for Done. right now. Let's go. Uh, a bit of a shake, bit of a shake up at the top of the uh, AP rankings. The top six teams in the nation won on Saturday, so you wouldn't think there'd be a shake up. The problem was Georgia, number one defending national champion, Georgia Bulldogs, went to Columbia, Missouri, and got the hell out of there like they stole something <laughs> because Missouri ra- dominated this game. For 55 minutes, they had a lead. They had a two-score lead for most of the night in Columbia. Georgia was on the canvas, referee at the count of seven. (laughs) And they got up five minutes to go. Touchdown, 26-22. Missouri didn't have an answer. Uh, uh, They... uh, I don't they Dejon Edwards, I think is the how you pronounce it. Mm-hmm. One yard touchdown run with four minutes left mm. for Georgia. Gave the Bulldogs their first lead of the game. Um at twenty six twenty two and Missouri couldn't respond. Yeah, Missouri was up thirteen nothing midway through the first quarter. And and I'm watching another game. I'm watching the, the game on the Clemson North Carolina State game because Missouri came into this game as a 29-point underdog against Georgia. Mm -hmm. This wasn't even supposed to be a contest. So I'm watching uh, North Carolina State and Clemson on ABC Saturday night, their big game, and I keep seeing the score where it's the bottom of the screen. I see Missouri up 13-0. I'm like, well, I can't repeat what I said uh, (laughs) audibly when I saw that. But I was flipping back and forth between those two games the rest of the night. And uh, I'm a Missouri guy. I'm a Missouri Tiger lover. And to to see them, just, you know, another one of those, oh, it should have been games. It, it, it's just, it, it was just a punch in the 
guts <laughs> to to see them lose that game when they when they just were busting their humps all night long and almost beat the number one team in the nation. Yeah, they spent now Alabama. They had a nice win against mm-hmm. Arkansas, so up to number Alabama one now, aren't they? One yeah, number one. Yeah, it it really doesn't matter. They're on a collision course. They're going to be playing the first week of December in Atlanta for the SEC championship. Uh, and both of them are probably going to go to the playoff anyway, so it really doesn't matter. We may wind up with another rematch in January, like yep. we did last year. There we go. Yeah, so plenty of moving and shaking in the uh, in the college uh, football ranks. But uh, there were a few games in the uh, major league baseball, Chris, that we uh, that we wanted to get through, and namely one in particular that uh, you had your eye on. Was it uh, with regard to the uh, new? Was it New York? I think you were you you had your eye on. Yeah. Yeah, the New York Mets, they came into this weekend uh, with a one-game lead on Atlanta mm-hmm. in, in the National League East. And it's this is important because whoever wins the National League East is going to be the number two seed in the playoffs, in the National League playoffs. <laughs> get a first-round bye, get a chance to set their, their rotation for the, for the division series. The loser of the East is going to have to play a best-of-three wild-card series, Okay. And then if they win that, they're probably they're going to have to play the LA Dodgers mm-hmm. in the second round of the playoffs with a with a rotation that isn't set correctly. All right. <clears throat> so the Mets they came into the series uh, with a nine seven lead head to head. They won nine. Atlanta had won seven this season. So the Mets all they had to do to really control their own destiny was win one of three against the Braves. Had they won two or three or swept the series, the Mets would have already won, clinched the division. No, the New York Mets, they fell on their faces this weekend, <laughs> got swept by the Braves. So the Braves now pass the Mets. The Braves have a two-game lead in the division, plus they've got the tiebreaker, the head-to-head tiebreaker, 10 wins to nine. So even if these two teams end up tied on Wednesday at the end of the game 162, the Braves win the division uh, because of that head-to-head tiebreaker. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the Mets just uh, – they they blew it this weekend, yeah. lost all three games to the Braves. Now the only way the Mets win the division is if they win their final three games and the Braves lose their final three games. It's, uh, it's, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy in the MLB. Uh, we're going to let you go, Chris. We're just about to get to our one of our main breaks. But – just before we let you go, LA Dodgers with our bookies over here, they're the four dollar favorites. The Astros around about four fifty. Braves and the Yankees around about six dollars. The Mets at eight dollars. Who if you had to pick one before I let you go, who do you think will uh, I know it's a bit of a way out, but who do you think will uh, who do you think will win the World Series? I've got my money on the Cardinals. I actually have five bucks on the Cardinals nice. thirty four bucks. Nice, you're St. Louis boys. Yep. Yes, so you know, a bit of a homer, bit of a homer bet. That's Out right. of those four, I'd say the Dodgers, because, yep. just because they they're just so good. You know, well over a hundred wins. Uh, I think last number I saw, hundred and eight wins this year. It's been a great season for them. So yeah. I, I would say the Dodgers, but I'm not comfortable with it because we've got a long history of Dodgers, great Dodger teams the last decade. Falling, falling well short and getting upset mm. out of the playoffs early. Interesting. So, not saying it's you know out of the realm of possibility, <laughs> no. 
that that you see the Dodgers blowing. Exactly. They, I I get why they are okay. the favorite. Yeah, they are and indeed. Real quick, I want to say yes. this before uh, a quick shout out to the Adelaide Thirty Sixers. Ah, yes. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. There we go. A shout out to the Adelaide Thirty Sixers in the NBL. One. Yeah, 134-124 over the Phoenix Suns last night. Yep. Franks and Randall, oh, my God, I saw the highlights. The threes <laughs> they were letting fly last night, incredible. By the way, uh, the 36ers, first non-NBA team to beat an NBA team in a, pre- in a preseason game since Real Madrid did it to Oklahoma oh, City six years there ago. There we go. His- history so made. That, that Real Madrid team had Luca. History history made, my friend. Chris, it's been a pleasure. And, uh, well, I'll be, uh, I'll be on the overnight crowd later this week and uh, looking forward to getting through all the NFL and American sports action with you. But uh, it's been a pleasure this morning, mate. Thanks very much. All right, have a good night. You too. Chris, all the way from the U.S. With that, we'll get to a quick break here on the overnight crowd on SEN, your home of sport. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.